Kaiju FM. Come find your niche. So, um, here's, here's, here's what shouldn't be a thing. Okay, go on. Um, all uh, MUPs, or mobile elevated work platforms, have the same access key. Okay, I'm going to ask you a series of questions now. Please do. And I'd like you to answer them uh, promptly and honestly. I'll try. How did you discover this? Um, because I know somebody who has a key, uh, and apparently they all work in the, in the same way. You can just get one key, and then you can go and do Apparently you can buy these keys off eBay for like £2.50. Okay, question two then. It's changed. Uh, have you purchased one off eBay? No, <laughs> I haven't, but I'm thinking about it. I can tell. Yeah. Back to the Space Jam Continuum, the show where we try to make a cohesive cinematic universe out of something that was never meant to be one. I'm Chris McLennan. And I want muscles. Oh, no, that was last no, week. No, we've, 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 we've yeah, got, no. we've yeah, got to at least week. start naming the episodes with, you know, stuff that actually we discovered during the thing, not whatever eight to ten minute <laughs> tangent we flew off on. Because the last few have been, have been poor in that regard. Yeah, but I mean, we've entertaining. Talked about We've talked about Diana Ross a lot. Yeah, we've talked about Biscuit Biscuit Pringles. Pringles a lot, yeah. and uh, like just let's try and let's try and keep some focus this okay. time. Right, uh, so cartoons then. Like for instance, what was the last thing that we discovered that you can actually remember? Uh, drunk Stork's not drunk anymore. No, he's turned his life around. The Drunk uh, Stork. There's a, there's a new bulldog in Sylvester's life. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking at things. You're doing pretty well. Okay, oh, because like, I'd forgotten about the new bulldog. Oh, uh, Wiley w- Coyote is he's fucked, pal. But, yeah, I mean he's been he's been heading that way for a while. Yeah, he's, he's boiling a can for but, his dinner. But yeah, he's he's like he's been without sponsorship for a while now, and their whole running man sort of contest is definitely uh, not going well for him anymore. Uh, there was Elmer Fudd, Sylvester, and Tweety uh, doing Elmer. a bit, but but Tweety. He just kind of like randomly was in it. Yeah, that just coincidentally. And, um, I think did Sylvester end up with lots of money? He did. Sylvester didn't he? is rich on paper. Rich on paper. Yeah, he's been Elmer, invested. Elmer Fudd is managing his estate, the fund. which is a maverick way to do it. Yeah, but I think it's because Elmer needed investment to keep whatever his business was going. We yeah. can't really remember what his business was. We just remember him living in a penthouse. Yeah, he did. And well, I'm sure Bugs probably ended up spending all of his money. You remember really early on when we said we would keep like a wiki for this and then and I we did like two pages for it and then that was the end of that yeah. about episode two. Yeah. Right now, I really wish we'd sort of Kept up made with that. some yeah. semblance of effort to keep up with that because it would be really helpful. If only it? one of our fans could do it. Yeah, they're not going to, though, are they? They've no. got three, three years worth of nonsense <laughs> to cover now. I mean, you know, if you like doing that sort of thing... Get on it. Holler. Yeah, get uh, on it. I'll, I'll give you the access to this good wiki. Yeah, and we'll even give you a biscuit. Uh, right, so uh, we've got a, uh, a new character coming in. Uh this week i recognize him uh he's a proud looking fellow he it's is uh, michigan j frog it's a proud name for I've a proud got, looking fellow in, in my head i've got visions of frogs doing the can can yes for some reason absolutely uh, but i mean i think animal why have i got that in my head i, I think that's going to happen because he has like a, he has like a top hat doesn't he he's i think maybe so. a cane 
Yeah. Because frogs are the opposite of pigs uh, in uh, the sense that if you stand a pig up on its hind legs... It looks uh, ridiculous. ...to look, to stand like a person, it's grotesque. We discovered yeah. that uh, a few a few weeks ago. Yes. Uh, I mean, we knew in our in our mind's eye... Yeah, we saw what it, what it would look like. physical eyes. Yeah, and it was horrible. And it was grim. Whereas frogs... Proud, proud folks. It's the legs, isn't it? It's the thighs. Muscular thighs. Yeah, but also I think it's because their body is so much like bigger and sort of sort of v-shaped when you when you stand them up yeah it's like they they've, they've got that sort of johnny bravo physique although uh, i think i think toads are slightly opposite because i think i think they do paunch out a bit yeah i think so yeah. they look a bit like, droopy that's why you normally see them if, if you've stood a toad up on its hind legs you normally depict it in a waistcoat yes uh just to keep everything in check and, and a combo button a cummerbund yeah, that's the one yeah. yeah yeah like anything really tuck it in that, that tucks tuck it in that there. in uh, a corset uh should... and if you're not doing that you pop them in a little car don't you yes yeah you pop them in a little with car with goggles and you and you, and you, and you <laughs> just yeah and you just distract everyone that way because uh, who doesn't like a toad driving a car well exactly <laughs> who doesn't like a toad driving a car luckily we're not in that predicament no. today because it's michigan j frog who is i'm going to presume is a frog um although given the bugs situation why not? It could be bugs. a toad. Yeah, you know. <laughs> we'll find out when Who we knows. see him stood up. Uh, but it's called One Froggy Evening as well. So if it is a toad, like I've been betrayed <laughs> twice before the episode even starts. Uh, so let's jump straight in uh, then for One Froggy Evening with Michigan J Frog uh, on December thirty first, nineteen fifty five. Oh. this frog then he's real old he is real old because he was put in the ground in his box yeah in 1892 yeah released in 1955 yes right so he's and was fine he's already yeah and spry yeah um unless anyone's looking at him because this this good singing frog of hello my baby hello my honey fame Uh and that was why I recognised him doing that yeah. the thing because that's what he does. Yeah, because that's that's his entire entire situation. Do you think this is the only time we see him? I'm I sure he's know. been another thing. Like, I'm Can sure I, there's more than just this one it cartoon. Seems like a reasonably famous, like Looney Tunes, like occasional character. Yeah, but I don't know it says first appearance of Michigan J Frog, so I guess I guess there's got to be a second appearance. I would assume so. Let's assume. Okay. But Michigan J. Frog, uh, he's been buried under the Acme Building and Wrecking Company building, yep. which is being currently wrecked. Yes. <laughs> um, and one of the workmen, uh, we need to sort out that door. We don't like it opening and closing what's on the I don't cold? like it opening and closing constantly, no. Now there's someone shooing a child <laughs> outside. It's, it's all go here. Uh, yeah, it's one so of those he, days. He was buried under the Acme Building and Wrecking Company building, which yeah. is currently being wrecked. Obviously. And one of the workmen uh, finds... Little box with yep. a, a note, basically uh, detailing that this box contains this magnificent singing frog. Yeah, and uh, it does. It does, uh, and so he squirrels it away and takes it. Well, I don't understand. That's a bit of that I found really weird. Is it like he kind of ran off like he was doing something bad? It's the horns now. <laughs> <laughs> It's normally quite good, you know, quite a good professional outfit we're running. Yeah, but not today. Uh, so, uh, yeah, he yeah he runs away like he's nicked it. And it's like, you yeah. haven't nicked it. No, you don't have to hide it. I mean, I guess maybe he's hiding his, like, business 
idea. Yeah, because maybe he doesn't want anybody else to get a hold of this good frog. Because basically he goes to pitch the business uh, of this singing frog, yeah. uh, but the frog won't perform in front of uh, anybody the other guy. than him. Yeah, yeah, just just this this poor guy. He looks like Inspector Gadget. He, he, like he definitely does near the end. Go. Yeah, he's quite jolly. But when it, like whenever he's dressed to go out, it's like you know trench coat hat. Yeah, exactly. Um, but he strikes out on his own uh, to do this singing frog bit, and uh, much the same happens. Really, he's not getting many takers for his singing frog, no. even though it's uh, amazing. Uh, he has to offer free beer to get an audience in, and then as soon as he brings a curtain up. Uh, frog, frog stops goes done. so a bitter uh, a bitter and now dishevelled Inspector Gadget uh, <laughs> goes back to the wrecked building yeah and just pops the frog back where he found him yeah and uh, well, it gets built again as they're rebuilding it yeah. Uh, yeah and then we went forward in time to 2080 something it was 2056 2056 which is like uh, the first like proper future date we've seen uh, in between uh, like that and Duck Dodgers, and Duck Dodgers. But then, so you had the Acme building disintegrators, yeah, who were disintegrating the building. I uh, do love that. That's the company, and they just build and wreck their own building yeah. <laughs> over great. and over again. But th- this future guy finds the frog who's still alive and perfectly fine, and it sings. And, th- and then he runs off, and we assume the same similar sort of thing happens. So the question is, what's up with this frog? Vampire frog? Could be a farmer, could be a robot frog. He sleeps in a box. He does sleep under in a box. the ground. Yeah. For, you know, decades. Often, yeah. Often uh, like a century. Yeah. But he's also an asshole because he he only performs yeah, for t- one person. That, that's a vampire tick. Yeah. Um, uh, and he's he's charming. He is very charming. Yeah. And he does have a top hat and cane. Another it's, vampire thing. It's a good it's a good look, isn't it, for yeah. a vampire? So vampire frog. Vampire but frog. We're, we're assuming he gets out in between these dates. Um, well, because if we see him again in like 1960, but we we know he's in a thing. We know he's in the in the building that's until true. I, guess, I guess yes. I 2050. guess we, we know that he's is his uh, eternal resting place is in the basement of uh, the Acme Building and Wrecking Company yeah. building. Um, to the point where he's even returned there. Like, sort of against his will, I guess. Or maybe not. Yeah, I mean, he definitely... I think he wrote the note. Yeah, and I, I think he's got a way of getting in and out of that thing. He must be able to turn into uh, mist well, and waft if we, out. Well, if we see or... him again at all, yeah. we'll know. This is true. So... A wait-and-see job. Yeah, and then we can just go vampire frog, that's a tick. So... I like setting up a tick for later quite specifically. It's worked quite so well for So if he's a vampire frog, tick. Yeah, if we see him again, he's a vampire he's frog. He's a vampire frog tick. tick. Yeah. yeah. Set okay, up, yeah, set no. up a tick for later. Okay, yeah, I'm in. We'll call that like a spare. <laughs> yeah, we haven't, we haven't finished it yet. We haven't finished it yet. But I think that's pretty good. Vampire frog. Charming vampire frog. Michigan uh, J. I mean, frog. The question is, what's in it for him? Uh, like, does he feed upon the uh, the frustration and madness of these these? Yeah, I think souls? he's an emotional vampire. Yeah. Do, do, like, like, like in what we do in the shadows. Yeah, like like do you think do you think the J in uh, Michigan J Frog stands for vampire? I mean, I'm gonna ask you to elaborate. Jumpire. <laughs> That's it, is it? Yeah. That's why jumping vampire. Jumping vampire. Yeah. Michigan jumping vampire frog. frog. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. No I, <laughs> no, I don't think it stands for vampire. Right. What okay. do you think it stands for? 
we think this was in Spanish, even though it was. No, no, it was in Spanish. It. I could I could tell by the the, the croak. So you know, maybe Michigan Julio Frog, <laughs> Michigan <laughs> Jose Frog. You know, yeah, could be any of these things. Yeah, hopefully we'll find that out too. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully. do we think Michigan's his real first name? No, no. So we think he, his name's like Julio Frog. Yeah. His middle uh, name is Michigan. And it, well, it's his nickname because he sings like the Michigan rag and stuff, doesn't he? He so, does. Mate, mate, that's his preferred uh, Bit. genre is Michigan-related songs. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ra- <laughs> Ragtime. <laughs> He's very good at it, though. He is very good at it. We're going to play some at the end. Yeah, I think we certainly. should. Like, it's, it's nice to have a song sorted this early in the episode. Never happens. Uh, shall we see what we've got going on next? Yeah, go on then. Uh, so, uh, first up, I'd just like to say Happy New Year! Oh, it's Happy New Year! Happy yeah. New Year. 1956. Been, it feels like it's been a very long time. I suppose it has, because we took a... Because we took a massive gap, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's been a long time since we've had a Happy New Year situation. And every time we have a Happy New Year situation, it feels like progress towards our eventual goal of watching the good 1995 six film we are getting there because it's 1956 now yes we've only got 40 years left easy that mate we've nearly done done 20 years nearly done 20 next year we'll have done 20 it'll speed up i'm sure it will do definitely uh so uh the next one is called bugs uh bugs's bonnets uh it's a bugs bunny and elmer fudd number that's pretty uh and narrator yeah they've they've decided to list narrator there so i hope it's someone of note maybe maybe morgan freeman Oh, Ooh, the good, voice of it? God. Oh, just Attenborough, just Attenborough in it. Can you imagine Attenborough narrating uh, Looney Tunes cartoon? I think, I think. We oh, well, this, this one's actually a Merry Melodies. Uh, I think we should uh, narrate uh, all uh, Looney Tunes cartoons with Attenborough. I, I think, think we should. should give him a ring. I'll, I don't I'll, think we've got much time. I'll give him a bell. So, yeah. I don't think we've got much time. He's, he's ancient. He is old. Uh, but I think he's gonna. I think he's eternal. <laughs> Thank God. Oh, no, right. Thank God, God for that. <laughs> Uh, let's crack on then let's watch Bugs' Bonnets Bugs Bunny Elmer Fudd and Narrator number from January 14th 1956 okay so interesting uh, take on uh, Elmer's impressionable nature there yeah so apparently it is a uh psychological fact that uh changing somebody's clothes uh changes the way they act yeah, as, as, as close as like a simple thing as changing someone's hat yeah there was a very helpful sort of little infographic at the beginning that yeah. showed that if you ch- turn uh turn someone's clothes into pirate clothes they act like pirates they'll, they'll want to kill the women and children first yeah um so uh, yeah, I was convinced by that. So uh, we went into the episode. Uh, but I mean, we were told shape. it was a fact. It's a scientific fact. It's a well-known scientific so fact. I knew. Didn't it's you? Didn't you know? True. Didn't you even know that yet? <laughs> I did. Even Duh. a lamb knows that. Duh. Right. Duh. So uh, yeah. So a hat can change people's behaviour. And does. Um, and does. Uh, they demonstrate this briefly by uh, changing Elmer in uh, the sort of form we've known Elmer for a little while now. Like, yeah. Like a little businessman. As the gentleman. Um. And they swap his hat for a hunter's hat, and immediately he's back to old Elmer. Mm. Now, Elmer... Poppin' has gone off. Elmer is the first, possibly only, egghead that made it. Yeah. Uh, we think it's the first. We think we've seen some other eggheads. But um, they were always very impressionable because they lived their life through these sort of very um, false experiences yeah. that were set up by the uh, experience experience company, yeah. uh, which we believe Elmer now owns. Yes. Um, but, I mean, it makes sense. Uh, 
I don't think that impressionability has gone from Elmer entirely because I actually think uh, throughout this episode, basically, uh, him and Bugs wind up wearing a lot of different hats due to uh, a Some Acme sort of, theatrical yeah. hat co truck uh, with a faulty latch on the back yeah, door. And all the hats going fell over out. A very high bridge. Yeah, and all the hats fell out. And onto their heads at various convenient points in the plot. Yeah. <laughs> now, for both characters, these hats affected their behaviour. Uh, immediately and you know as you would expect for the uh for the role the hat belongs to yeah now elmer i think this actually directly affects him i, I don't think he can fight it no I think it just happens bugs i think is just doing it because he loves dressing up well that's, that's it because like like we know that bugs does have this penchant for dressing up and he he, and the he commitment wears, to the bit to carry it through and regardless. he really does commit and like i i, I enjoyed the episode throughout but I do think that Bugs was putting it on. I, I don't think Bugs is affected by the hat thing. No, I don't think so. I think he just couldn't resist the that as a uh, a premise. Yeah. He he loves it. Because he's, he's got that self-awareness. What we did see, though, because the first hat Bugs uh, winds up in, uh, unfortunately for Elmer, uh, is uh, a uh, Sergeant's, like hat. Sergeant's yeah. helmet. You don't want war bugs. You don't want war bugs. Much like no. you don't want the war doctor in Doctor Who. Yeah, you, you do not want, want war bugs. bugs. It was terrible. Um, and uh, yeah, so Elmer comes across from that situation pretty fast. But then the, you know, in a in a sort of Bugs and Daffy episode sort of way, the power dynamic just shifts backwards and forwards yeah. throughout. Um, uh, until the very end where Elmer uh, asks Judge Bugs to marry him. Yeah. And uh, a top hat falls on Bugs' head and... Bugs, again, demonstrating tremendous commitment to the bit. Uh, Agrees. Through yeah. And this. actually gets married. Now, my question is, because normally if Bugs ends an episode in a certain situation, yeah. he's got, an, he's got a, a forward-thinking reason for doing so. Of course. What is it? Babies? <laughs> I, hope, I hope babies is not the answer. Uh, yeah, I'm, so I don't know how that works with Elmo because he's an egg already. It, well, exactly. I I don't know what Bugs's final plan is here, but like they they are walking towards um, a house. But Bugs did then turn to the portal and say, I, "I think a picture should always have like a romantic ending or a happy ending." So maybe that was his bit. Maybe he just wanted an episode to not end on fighting. Maybe. I mean, like, riddle me this, though, because uh, you have posited over the last few episodes that there's a chance that the portal itself is... Bugs. Is, like, Bugs' final form. Yeah. Uh, as he becomes the most powerful rabbit in the world. Yeah. It's like... Uh, so, does this Bugs, when he's talking to the portal, think he's talking to us? Does he think he's talking to uh, God? Does he think he's talking to I'd, well, other I'd, Bugs? No, see, I, 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 th- I think Bugs thinks he's talking to the audience because yeah. he can see through the portal to Yeah, I us. suppose, because it wouldn't be seeing through the portal to other bugs. It would no. Be, you know, bugs is the portal. Bugs is the portal. Uh, so he can see through to us. He was saying that directly to me and you. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, so directly to us. Also, when we've seen uh, future bugs yeah. via the portal before, mm. what's going on there? Are the three? Is there bugs, future bugs, and final form bugs? Yes. Yes. Yeah. 
They, 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 they coexist. Yeah, yeah. Because like, like, like Final well, we've Form just Bugs been overlooking is, one of them until now. Well, well, we just didn't know that well, one, one of them was through one. Yeah, like quite we didn't, literally. We didn't know that one was there. But that one. See the rabbits for the hole. Exactly. That's the trouble. Like that one's always been there, and I assume will always be there. It's comforting in a way. It is. It's the forever hole. It's the forever hole. The forever bugs hole. Bugs is forever hole. <laughs> Bugs is forever hot. Yeah. I don't like that as a phrase. <laughs> We're going to have to uh, sort that out. Okay. Uh, shall we hop on to the last one? Yeah. Uh, I say hop on because it's called Two Hop to Handle. It's a Hippity Hopper, Sylvester and Sylvester Junior number. It's been a while. Now, Sylvester is coming to some money, at least on paper, and yep. it was widely publicised that that was the case. Now, is this the reason for the return of his estranged son, Sylvester Junior? Well, I, I think uh, Sylvester Jr. has been kicking it with uh, Hibbity Hopper. Yeah, well, they're mates I, from school, aren't they? Yeah, like, I, I, I reckon they've been off maybe trying to start off their own sort of like little spin-off. Yeah, but Sylvester Jr. sort of disowned his dad, like, back in the day. Yeah, but he now good, his dad's he got rich. a good rat-catching job on a ship. Yeah, but now his dad's rich. Maybe yeah, it's like, he's back. Oh, I don't like Sylvester Jr. I'm just going to put that out there right now. I think he's a bit of a worm. <laughs> right. Like, he's okay. just, I don't know, he's just a bit... Like Sylvester always needs to be, you know, trying, trying. His should hardest. we should we see what he's like in this one, and then we can truly decide if he's an asshole or not? I mean, I've decided, but let's watch it anyway. Uh, this is two hop to handle a hippity Sylvester and Sylvester Junior number from January twenty eighth, Kid's an arsehole. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> At the start of this one, I actually uh, thought I was going to go the other way on it. What? Sylvester was being uh, a, like a real shit heel. I don't know if he was because like he sort of was. The kid's like, just he's, he's a negative Nelly. Yeah, but if all the time. Yeah, but if you consider the fact that like Sylvester's like, I imagine he's he's a bit richer on paper now. He's decided he's bought a farm. To he's you see how it. Do you think that's his? Because well, I didn't like, see any the, humans. Yeah, but the kitchen was all like all the kitchen counters were human height. Yeah, but I, I think that's just what he's it's bought. Just what houses are. Uh, yeah, I think I think he's bought the house. He's in the middle of renovating because there was um, a van outside with wooden stuff. Yeah, so I, th- I, I think so. he's bought the house and he's in the middle of doing the kitchen. Or well, he's probably done the bathroom first. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, his wife. Because like my, I got the impression that Sylvester would have you know been in the money and decided to get back in touch with his son. Yeah, and now he's being like he, he's got no time for him. But nah. then again, it only takes until a couple of minutes into the episode for me to go. I now see why you have no time for this child. Yeah, I think I think the kid turned up on the doorstep though. Having read it in the paper that that his, his dad inherited a million. Yeah, I, th- million I think the dollars. kid's turned up. I don't think he he, he contacted. Sylvester Junior at all. That makes that makes more sense given the way the rest of this episode goes, which is largely how most Sylvester Junior episodes go. Yeah. He gets his mate, Hippity Hopper, in to come and torment his dad. Uh, to come and torment his dad, uh, by pretending he's a big mouse. Yeah. Um Hippity Hopper starts this episode in uh the zoo, which as we all know is uh prison. Yeah. Uh the the superintendent of the zoo. Now, I don't know, like, really what the sort of Much about zoos. The zoo is, but superintendent doesn't sound like. No, superintendent sounds like the the, the boss of a child's prison. Yeah, it's a, like so. Hippity Hopper starts this one in Borstal, where he, yeah. where he belongs. Exactly, because he's menace. an asshole. Yeah, uh, but um, you know, even his mam wants him. His mam's off doing something else. Sylvester, boxing. 
Junior makes like a a, a pipe, like a uh, to pretend that it's his Pied Piper yeah. uh, affair that brings uh, the the big mouse in. Yeah, because Sylvester's saying there's no mice and he can't teach him how to catch mice. So he gets his mate Hippity Hopper in. Uh, they bash Sylvester about a bit, <laughs> a lot, a lot. Um, uh, until the end where Hippity Hopper gets taken back to prison um, and uh, Sylvester foolishly goes, look, to catch mice you need a small pipe and he snaps it in half and plays it and then in the most abrupt clone watch yeah. ever, uh, he's just <laughs> ravaged by an army of clone hectors. It was, it was quite scary actually how quick it happened. Yeah, it was like, I and, knew something bad was going to happen but, but it was, I've, ne- I've never seen an army of clones show up quite so suddenly but then uh sylvester jr just went oh, i wonder if anybody's looking for a fatherless kitten and it's like no you're an asshole yeah not you mate yeah. no. although my favorite line uh throughout the whole thing was that's not the talking end yeah because <laughs> <laughs> that was the that i think that was the only uh part where it was uh genuine ignorance and stupidity on sylvester jr's part rather yeah. than faux Talking to his dad's ass, and going on, that's not the talking end. There's also a bit where he's uh, Sylvester's asleep, and he goes and uh, tests out his 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 pipe, and then he goes in, and to wake Sylvester up, he smashes him like forty times over the head with his stick, and then goes, "Oh, my father's a very heavy sleeper." It's like everyone's a heavy sleeper (laughs) if you bash him forty times around the head with a stick. Yeah, that's that's how you make people sleep heavy. Uh, It's great. Like you know, I went into this. Thing I don't like Sylvester Junior. I've come out of this thinking I don't like Sylvester Junior. Yeah, or Hippity Hopper. Well, he's a yeah. Hippity Arsehole. Yeah, he but like I don't know Hippity Hopper. Like I don't know. I I think it's because it's le- generally less manipulative. Like yeah, but he's in prison for a reason. Oh yeah, like I don't think he's not an asshole, but it doesn't get to me as much as it does with Sylvester Junior. Yeah, Sylvester Junior like does annoy me because I know what Sylvester's been through as well. With yeah, the dark whole times, Eldritch yeah. horrors from Beyond the Pale situation. And he's been to hell, and he's died yeah. like so, so many, many times. times. Yeah. Uh, he just wants a he, he wants a nice lie down now. Yeah. He wants an easy life of it. And he's got Elmer Fudd not letting him use any of his money. Yeah, and he did let him buy a farm though. Yeah, but I think that's probably just uh, a, a prudent move. It, like it gives it, a it can generate uh, income. Yeah, income, and B it just means that he's not in that big uh, old like manor house situation. It was like a penthouse, wasn't it? Yeah, but yeah, he's not in that uh, bigger place where everyone knows he is and knows he's inherited uh, do, a million dollars. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, it happened clearly a little too late because uh, Sylvester Junior turned got up, got in there, uh, which is a shame. Asshole. But maybe, maybe it was a worry that a uh, load of because well, we already know Sylvester's got his street cat friends. Didn't want them turning up all the time. I, yeah, I do wonder what's going to happen to Sylvester Junior at this point though. Do, like, do, do you reckon he's going to just leave again? Yeah, I don't think I think there's a you know a pretty rocky path ahead for Sylvester Junior. I don't think if he's gonna if he's gonna carry on like this. Uh, yeah, I don't think Sylvester's gonna want him about. I don't think Sylvester's gonna want him about, and I don't think anyone else is gonna want him about. And no, they'd be right not to because he's a little shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so that's my feelings on the matter. That's my uh, yeah yeah that's that's fair. Okay, do you think that's a reasonable assessment of the situation? Yeah, no, I do yeah. A reasonable assessment of the situation. Yeah, I think it's so reasonable. Mr. Junior, little shit. <laughs> uh, that's a tick. I'm calling that a tick. He's a shit. <laughs> yeah. Didn't get much else from that episode. No, uh, uh, apart from the army of. It's a shame that there's a clone army so close to the farm he's bought to have a quiet time on. But yeah. maybe he just needs to stop blowing that that tiny pipe. whistle. 
But you know, I think he's probably learned. You that live lesson. and learn. Although the scary thing is Sylvester now that Sylvester Junior now knows that this pipe does that. Yeah, that's going to be problematic in the future. I think. But yeah. Hopefully not for Sylvester for for others. Uh, mm. So yeah, I think that's about all we're going to get out of these uh, three episodes. They've been fun ones, but like not. Nothing major. Nothing we've, major. We've the set hat, up a the we, hat situation. We've set up a future tick. Yeah, we've set up a future tick. Yeah, and the hats situation for uh, Elmer was, yeah. was pretty good uh, for us. Um, as ever, thank you for listening. Uh, it's good to not be on this journey alone. Uh, of course. And uh, if you have any uh, <coughs> theories or queries, uh, don't hesitate to get in touch. Have you just uh, did? How much of your face did you just lose out of your out of your nose there? Twelve. Twelve face. 12, uh, 12 of my face. It's all right. Yeah. It's, it's not long left. We'll just finish up. We'll yeah. just finish up. <laughs> I mean, it's been interrupted. The whole thing's been interrupted by all kinds of... All Drilling, horns, yeah, people wrangling children. Arms. Yeah, the door. The uh, door. Your face exploding. So head exploding, yeah. At this late stage, I see no reason to edit this out. <laughs> no, no point, Matt. Uh, as ever, we're going to leave you with a song. Uh, Michigan J Frog gave us uh, no no short list of, uh, of things to work with. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we're... Rolling with uh, I'm Just Wild About Harry. Uh, leave you some Judy Garland. Oh, it's a good song. Uh, so uh, thanks for listening, uh, and we'll catch you uh, next week. Bye. Bye! I'm just wild about Harry, and Harry's wild about me. The heavenly blisses of his kisses fills me with ecstasy. He's sweet just like chocolate candy Or like the honey from a bee Oh, I'm just wild about Harry And he's just wild about me Bye.